Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2001's Jason X, do me a solid favor, pause this, seriously. Go watch it. Come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You name it, we're out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by... The Emptiness of Space. (laughs) And our guest is powered by... I'm drinking the blood of Jason's victims. <laughs> oh, I wish I was ready. As always, a part by you, the listeners, the fans, everyone who fucks with us on Podbean, all of our Patreon listeners. Without you guys, we wouldn't be a goddamn thing. What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. You are now now listening to to Cult 45, the the only cult cult movie movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah, welcome everybody to a interstellar edition of Cult 45. I'm your host, Beat'em Down. Today I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. This is a special one, guys. This week's guest is one half of the Epic Film Guys podcast. He brings levity and a genuine sincerity to all his reviews. You can see just how much he loves the horror genre through his show's Instagram. Uh, you heard him on our Evil Dead episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, my fucking Epic Film Guy Justin. What's up, bro? What's up is I'm on Cult 40 motherfucking 5, and yeah. I'm ready to destroy motherfuckers and slash heads and kill motherfuckers with a machete. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. Seriously, like, this is an honor for me let alone it being a Friday the 13th related episode, but Jason X. There's no better episode for me to be guesting on than an episode regarding this movie. So thank you guys so, so much for having me on. I can't wait. I'm so excited about this. Before we begin, guys, we got to pour one out for our boy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, dude, like, I'm I'm sorry you couldn't make it. We had like a, a radical time change, man, but, uh, Shout out to him. I got to because I, I know he had a special story for it. I'm super sad about it. But it's in- all right. And I, I, I just want to throw out a, a fuck off to Lois Oss for <laughs> taking my Blu-ray of the movie, which is in my, part of my box set. I went to go watch the movie earlier and uh, he took it for a screening of the movie at Alamo earlier this year and forgot to give it back to me. So, hey, Lois Oss, a dick up your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you for taking that shit. <laughs> you literally try to do the Thanos snap and you're missing a stone. He just fucking. Oh, shit. So. Guys, we, we, we got to do this. This is part where we talk about our first impressions with uh, watching this movie. Now, we know Randy hasn't seen this before, so we're going to be hearing his first impression the entire episode. So let's ask our guest, epic film guy, Justin. Tell us your first impression with Jason X. Well, my first impression comes back in 2002. I was in high school, my senior year, opening night on a Friday with wow. the girl I was dating. Her name was Shannon. I actually remember her name. Yes, thank <laughs> wow. you very much. I remember. Um no, she wasn't that good, I promise. But okay. I was with my drummer nice. at the time. <laughs> that was part of my band. <laughs> and um, we were like, let's go see the new Jason movie. And we went to the theater that my good co-host, the Epic Film Guys, Nick, goes to every week because he lives in a shitty area, the AMC Vestal. Nice. And there was legit 10 people in the theater on a Friday night opening night for Jason X. Now, the movie was finished in 2000 and shelved yeah so when it came out in 2002 it felt a little bit disjointed it felt a little bit aged already by that point but when i watched it and i walked out i was like 
I'm not sure that's the movie I was hoping for. But I will say now, as a late 30s old man that I am, um, my love and passion for Jason X has grown. So I will leave it there. My first impression was this isn't what it should have been, but now... I understand. Mm, very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, my first impression, actually, I caught the ass end of this. Uh, I think on Sci-Fi. Uh, I don't I think I was in my mid twenties, dude. And like it was, uh, it was, it was when KM went full Killbot, and I was kind of in. <laughs> she went full Matrix. She went full fucking Matrix. She went there. equilibrium on his ass, and I was just like, oh, okay, I don't. I don't know what's happening here, but fuck it. I was channel surfing, so like I was, I basically watched the shit to the fucking end, and I was like, man, one day I'll, I'll watch all of this, and then I left it at that, and I never, I never got back to it. I never got back to it. Randy, mm. instead of asking your first impressions, are you okay? Because we're in the home stretch. Yeah, baby. I like I said, having watched the majority of the Friday Thirteenth series now, I am well inoculated with everything that's going to happen, and I was even expecting some things. <laughs> And then it was just like more as I thought about it walking around afterwards out under the street. Um, <laughs> did you want to? Did you have to take a walk after did this? You, did you, did you have to like take some time? Yeah, I had to take some time to like think about it. I mean, because I they, feel like because they fucked up. They fucked up. I feel like some people might have to like take a long walk, yeah. a very long walk to a very shitty dive bar on the corner, a very bad CD part of town, and drink many, many drinks to be able to get over what Jason X presents to you. Well, I would have been okay had they stayed on Earth, but the fact that they went to space. They got to. Just like. They got to. You, you went into my realm now, and oh. you shit on oh, the floor. Oh, that's right, because I forgot you did. He loves sci-fi so much. Okay, let's just so, get into it. Let's so now get into I'm already it. kind of pissed off about that. But I'm what, even more excited about this now, knowing this. Oh, oh bro! Boy. For, first of all, Justin, like this is the same Randy Savage that fucking like got upset over the uh, the science behind Lost in Space, the movie. He, he was. He, wow. He, okay. He, he went Neil deGrasse. Wow. He went. I want, <laughs> I, I want to give a Joey whoa in there, but. This is gonna be. This is. I forgot. I totally. Oh god. This is okay. Here we go. Let's just do this, guys. Let's let's, let's quit let's fucking around. This. Let's get in here, Fuck guys. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, oh, also, also, when it comes to the Jason mythos, guys, how we were trying to like piece together what the fuck Jason is, I am throwing that out the window for this particular movie because it feels more like a one-off uh, done by another author for a comic book. So it like, really does. Like none of none of the rules apply anymore. No. Like it's gone. No, it's and just I was like okay. So we're just throwing everything out now. He's like, we're we're literally just going off the zeitgeist that is Jason motherfucking Voorhees, and we're just leaving it at that. So it's like so this is just a one off. I'm just gonna say Jason Goes to Hell is like the final version of that continuity. So we're just gonna start anew here and have some fun. I honestly feel like this was made. Was this made after Freddy versus Jason? Because this was made actually, this was made this was made before Freddy versus mm-hmm. Jason. And the reason okay. why they made this movie is because New Line Cinema had the rights to make Freddy versus Jason. The script wasn't up to par with what the studio wanted, so they just said, "Fuck it." You know, producer Sean Cunningham, who directed the first Friday the Thirteenth, who had you know rights ownership over this franchise at the time, said, "Well, let's just make another Jason movie to make money." And they so made there's no it. explanation of how he got out of hell. No, no, no. Zero. It's just, it, 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 yeah, there, it there's matter. zero continuity yeah. when it comes to Jason right. goes to hell and this movie. 
Right. Well, then that's bullshit. Just let it go. It's a one-off. Like, I was under the impression like Freddie got him out of hell and it's like, okay, now he's out of hell. So that, I guess that's how nope, we're gonna, nope. that's how we end up in Tommy Jarvis's secret Crystal Lake research facility. <laughs> because of course, you built the fucking research facility at the goddamn lake. The goddamn terribleness of the fucking town of Crystal Lake put a goddamn power line in a goddamn lake. And it's like, no, of course we're not gonna have a good fucking power system. <laughs> Stupid fuck. <laughs> All right, let's everybody take a deep breath. Hey, we're five minutes into this yeah. fucking piece. Yeah. Jason might as well come over right now. I'm gonna call Kane Hodder on my phone, have him come cut my fucking head off now because I'm about to die, guys. This is seriously. It's the best though, honestly. Because this okay, we 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 basically see my favorite iteration of Jason. Like this is officially my favorite look that he has. I like him with the hair. I like the fact that it's a little bit more Kane than anything, and um, right. the mask is fucking. Wow, chef's kiss it's fucking amazing i love it i love it i love it i love it and i love the fact that they i like how they just you know arrested jason they just, yeah they, they chained him up they, they captured him the end but we but we get a red shirt you know because we, we we one of the continuity things we do learn that jason doesn't like insults and uh the red shirt private johnson i bullshit you not that's his name uh throws a tarp over jason's head like have something else to look at you ugly fuck why would you not put him in a giant metal box? I don't understand this. You know what he is. Because then he couldn't get away and then he exactly. couldn't kill people. Then you wouldn't have a movie. But here's the thing, though. I love how eerie the movie starts off because it starts off in darkness. Now, this is an indication of a movie that we don't get the rest of the fucking movie because the rest of the movie doesn't look like this. No, it does not. We get rainbow colors in purple and blue and green and red the rest of the movie. Basically, it looks like Power Rangers. Face. But at, at this point, it's like, ooh, this is dark and spooky. Oh, my God, there's David Cronenberg. Holy shit, this is a spooky horror movie. It was a super cool cameo because I, I like how we basically we basically got a different Jason movie fast forward like quickly because <laughs> Cronenberg shows up as Dr. Wyman. He's like, yes, uh, fuck human beings. Like, I want to use Jason's like regenerative powers for my own personal gain. What he escaped. And then like literally Jason goes fucking Mortal Kombat Scorpion on everybody in a fucking facility. Get over here. Dude, he learned substitution jutsu, first of all, which is like, what? Because he swapped bodies. Because Rowan, our, our hottie main protagonist, uh, final, I guess, final girl in space, like, she was like, dude, don't do this. This is a bad idea. Let's just freeze the fucker. And honestly, that's probably one of the best ideas they ever came up with to stop Jason. The black guy in Jason Goes to Hell, he's like, he had it, right? I have these different body parts. There's no way this guy is going to come back and kill me unless I eat his fucking heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, seriously? Maybe you should have had me on for Jason Goes to Hell because that's like a oof, it's, a mind fuck if there is anything that exists in that franchise. A but. part of me liked it only for it, like for just the diversity, only because I've been we've been marathoning these movies like fairly close together, so it's kind of like it's yeah. different. <laughs> it was nice. Well, to see, it was nice to see two black people that didn't die right away. And I mean, let's gore. make it clear here. I mean, this movie is the I equivalent kind of, of as they call jumping the shark when. Whenever oh, the franchise yeah. took their horror icon to space, it is the equivalent of jumping the shark in that genre. But but writer Todd Farmer said what his initial idea was, let's put Jason in space in the same way that we put the xenomorph exactly. from Alien in space. Exactly. Let's put him in, in, in claustrophobic, small situations where it's darkly lit, scary, spooky, muted as far as color is concerned as we know we don't see in this fucking movie <laughs> but 
you know, put him there and let, let's see people get killed off. I mean, guys, we have the highest kill count of any ever. Friday the 13th movie. That ever. is true. Ever, We're ever in Jason X. This is going to be the best body count of all time. I'm super excited. But like after Jason goes ham, like I kind of I kind of laugh, guys, because because like he first of all, I'm I'm giddy as fuck because like, you know, I, I have been starved for gore. Uh, watching this series because in my head I thought it was a lot more violent but it's not like MPAA been up in their ass but we got new line baby so we get to see all these people get their ass beat the sergeant like an NPC gets flown through a fucking wall like a door with a shotgun on his chest so I'm assuming Jason threw the gun at him I thought he was just all together like like <laughs> all one piece I just like how he's like take this gun like just <laughs> But he he couldn't take it from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason definitely teleports at this moment because, like, she looks in, into the room that he was in, and he's not in there. He's already in the goddamn hallway, guys. So we—he's fully powered at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love when she when, when she turns around and there's Kane, Jason. I mean, Kane Hodder is my favorite Jason yes. of all time. Yes. I've met him a few times, and he's the coolest motherfucker ever. Yeah, did, didn't he nice choke guy. you in the photo? Didn't he like put his, his fucking mitt around your neck? Oh yeah, dude. And when he choked me, it was before the lawsuit came into effect where a fan got choked by him in a picture and, and sued him. So he can't do that uh, anymore. When he choked yeah. me, he choked the fuck out of my neck and he had the gloves on. And yeah, he chokes you until you can't breathe because fans liked that. So like a, a, like a year after, <laughs> a year okay. after he did that to me, like, Jason. some motherfucker, Do it, kid's Jason. like, oh shit, you did that too hard. And then he sued him. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. like, thank you, Kane. Dude, when he t- when she turns around and she sees him like doing his thing, he's just standing there doing the classic Kane Hodder heavy breathing, like that breathing you get used to when you watch the New Blood, Manhattan. Jason goes to hell. You get yeah. so used to that performance as Jason, like it's part of that character. And it's like, yes, kill her, please. When you watch it for the first time, and of course, you know. That doesn't happen. What she does instead is uh, literally fucking corral him into a cryogenic chamber via shotgun, which I cannot lie to you. Fairly good plan. I'm not mad at her at all. Like she, that's that's what you do. You don't. You, you keep your distance. You shoot as many rounds as you have and pray for the best. And he falls into the cryo chamber, but she makes a fatal mistake of uh, watching the cooking. Man, like just 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 wait till he freezes. You don't have to take a good look at him. You saw what he looked like, bitch. You crazy. And, and, and what happened to a Rando? What does she get for her troubles for checking in on Jason to see if, he, if the timer was uh, almost done? I don't know why anyone would get this close. I don't. <laughs> I, like, what is was this cryogenic chamber made out of? Aluminum foil? Because he sliced through the chamber. And into her, not he's a lot. Thwong, just enough. man. Jason Voorhees is thwong. Come on now. But it's the, just the tip, though. The machete's though. not made of adamantium. <laughs> it's just the tip, though, bro. Just the tip. Just the tip. He just, just puts the tip in, though. He just puts the tip. He yeah. put it in all the way. Just the tip. So it's enough for her to not be fully penetrated, so she retains her final girl powers. <laughs> She's like, ah, ah. I felt the because what happens? You what happens to final girl when she gets fully penetrated? She becomes just a victim yep but the cryogenic process apparently that was scientifically advanced freezes jason and freezes everything in the room after they got a lockdown and of course and of course 
everyone survives. Just relax, bro. <laughs> just relax, Randy. Okay. I just like to, I like to think of it as her. She's like this very strong heroic female character yes. who's like fuck this i'm gonna look in this fucking window here and make sure he's dead he gets the tip of his dick i mean i'm sorry his <laughs> tip of his machete into her and then she falls to the ground it's phallic instrument of death which is always a thing i mean we'll get to that in a few minutes here yeah but when she takes his phallic that's when she like gets real power so she fucks up majorly right this is like one of the most costliest right. fucks up of all time like 450 year fuck up she goes night night we wake up guys and we see um a bunch of star lord jaws appear right yep and we- <laughs> And they reveal themselves, guys, and we have our cadaver space cadets. First, we got Professor Lowe, a.k.a. Dr. Titty Twist. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got Dipshit with a cool name, Asriel. Then we have a porno version of Geppetto, Sonaron. Uh, totally not a sex box, <laughs> KM14. Serious hot chick, Adrian. Walking space dick, T- uh, Stony. Space bitch, Janessa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the dangerously dependent, Kenza. And our space token Waylander. Um, BT Dubs, uh, the writer, <laughs> he did a shout out to all of his EverQuest buddies. And some of these names, yes, are screen names for the other EverQuest characters. That's why it sounds so 2001. Okay, that makes sense. I yeah. was just like, man, these these names are ancient. Like, I, I guess they're the, the equivalency of like a Peter, Matt, a Joe, and like Paul kind of like name we're like yeah we've had these names for like 400 years i mean look at my name bro <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much what's happening here but um they find jason's cryogenic chamber dude and uh, of course they have to open it of course they do and jason's like super freezer burn and they find rowan crumbled up in a fucking corner <laughs> and they're like we could bring her back to life um i love how mm-hmm. asriel sucks so hard that he can get himself almost killed by a statue. A frozen piece of shit dead corpse, basically. <laughs> if you had left him alone, he wouldn't become alive again. Is the blade made of adamantium? Is the blade made of a, of a metal stronger than steel? Because it's it's not only been cryogenically frozen, suffered 400 years of deterioration, but still sharp as fuck. Amen. You have to think- slices with the most... There was no push behind that. It was just falling well, the, gravity. The weight, the weight of a frozen corpse. You have to think, and how many times did that, I mean, we don't know that if that's machete, the same machete we've seen in how many other Friday the 13th movies. Then why would you believe give him something stronger? Just look, man. We don't know what happened. Maybe maybe Black Panther was in the area. He left some vibranium Obviously, behind. Yeah. Like, who knows, guys? Wolverine was around, and they had, like, they used his bones to give him a I will say this <laughs> once. I'll say this once. I love how there's an attempt at bringing logic into Jason X. No, this is this is all Randy. This is all Randy's fault. I know. But I love it so, so, so much. That's what, dude, I think I sent, I sent a message. Twenty to minutes. You. I sent a message. We're not even in, like we're not even twenty minutes in. Because because I heard Lois so was trying to trying to like overthink maximum overdrive, and I was like, dude, I totally know what it's like. <laughs> so we 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 basically realized that future science trumps Darwinism, right? So mm. we, we have a lot of people who are not meant to survive this world here in the future. And um, we get a glimpse of Earth. fucking seatbelts and vaccines caught up with us, and apparently all the dumb people survived. Uh, you talking about right now? So um, we get a glimpse of Earth, and we, uh, we, we see that it's basically done for, right, for the most part. 
And uh, we could, we meet good old Fat Lou. I don't know why they call him Fat Lou when he had a cowboy hat. I don't understand what's happening here. But we got. <laughs> I think it's their attempt at trying to make it like an aliens type of thing. It's Todd Farmer, the the writer. He was trying to like interject some aliens DNA into this thing. It's funny you say that, uh, Justin, because now it's time to meet our motherfucking space marines. We got Briggs, Dallas, Condor, Sven, because he's from Sweden. Gecko, kicker, kicker won't be a joke later, guys. And Crutch. And last but not least, <laughs> our boy Peter Motherfucking Goddamn Minza as Sergeant Goddamn Brodsky, aka Hotter Candyman. Mm. What's, you know what's funny though? Like, I don't know what's up with these type of movies around that time where you get a black dude with a very Polish name. I don't know why either. Because we had Budiansky in a Punisher War Zone. I'm like, why are we doing this? And also, both of those guys are technically interchangeable black guy characters. In- Brodsky's one of my favorite characters in this movie because yes. he is a pure badass. Yes. He does get the shit end of the stick mm-hmm. as far as what happens to him. But as far as badassery is concerned, he's definitely at the forefront of the movie. But I took it as like, uh, I know Todd Farmer, the writer, is a big fan of Charles Bronson, which is one of my favorite action heroes Absolutely of all is. time. So it sounded like a, a mixture of something with Bronson. And I was like, OK, I'm fine with that. You get, you have to have some more diversity in movies because you can't just have a bunch of white folks. So you just replace one of the Polish people and it, it's close <laughs> Is that really a is that really a Polish name? I don't I don't know enough about. I, anytime something ends with ski, I make I make the assumption. Maybe that's sloppy on my part. I don't know. I, I apologize to all my Polish friends that I don't have. Yeah. But um. <laughs> so I like I like how they you know hey let's take this woman to the ship and this giant thing holding a machete and a hockey mask like brilliant guys. We realize we have Star Trek level science magic, right? <sighs> Randy, let it go. Just let it go. Uh. We see that Azrael's arm can just get slapped back on, no problem. Also, uh, mm-hmm. their drugs are amazing. And um, I wish I had some of them now. I know, right? Yeah, especially right? God, bro. Especially this quarantine, bro. But we um, we, we're having Rowan getting revived, and at the same time, we're having the space autopsy being performed on Jason, right? And Stony and fucking Kenza, dude, are so goddamn horny. It's like he emits a pheromone that just makes people want to fuck each other to give them their energy so he can absorb it. Like, it makes no other sense that why, why are you like, oh, we're in the middle of an autopsy. You want to fuck right now? Yes. Oh, my God. Let us do this right now. But, and it's like the, the person with the most logical mind is like, I don't understand why you guys are like this. Can you not be here? Can you go do this somewhere else? And it's like, oh yeah, sure, we'll leave. But it doesn't matter because Jason's already absorbed that lustful energy and now he's powering up again. I mean, but that's how he works. I don't know if it's the pheromones coming off of Jason or the fact that everyone's like in sexy science casual. Cause like we see a lot of Adrian Midriff and like everyone- Well, I was gonna ask this, like uh, this is the, the main question we have to ask to our listeners here. Was it a thing when this film was shot in 2000 that it was required for every single female to have bare midriff throughout the entire fucking movie? That or all of their breast parts are showing in every single scene. Yeah, this is. There this are scenes where they take off their jackets on purpose for no reason. I'm like, okay, either we're seeing. I feel your like in the, or in the late 22nd century, we're going to liberate women from their bras just mentally as a society. And so, yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. All right. So basically, Adrian's getting kind of t- 
tired of them talking, especially uh, when it, the subject is about uh, Jason's mammoth frozen cock. It's gross. Yep. So she tells him to fuck off, literally. Like they literally, she literally like, like actually go fuck off. I like how Adrian just extracts his bad eye finally after all this time. <laughs> she went through the eye socket, which is definitely just his forehead now. Because it's like the last movie, it just keeps going lower. I just wish low. that I just wish that a woman would, you know, pick off my decomposed dead body and say, I bet he's hung like a mammoth. You can only pray. Off my fucking body. Yeah. Seriously. You, you can only pray. Um, I like how um, Rowan takes the new because she wakes up finally. She's like, you know, punched the shit out of the professor, like instinctively yep. knowing he's going to do some fuck shit. And she takes the news that she's been asleep for 455 years pretty well. Yeah. Cap, Cap was only down for 40 years. And it's like, what? He was destroyed. <laughs> he was what happened to all my friends? How many punching bags did Cap go through trying to process this? And think, shit? guys, think, guys. Based on the timeline of this movie, when this movie starts, we're only four years away from hockey being outlawed in 2024. <laughs> it's a matter Isn't of goddamn that crazy time. To think? We're like, at this point, like, really thinking that hockey would be outlawed? You know what's fucked up when you think about it? All Not sports could timeline. be. Yeah, yeah. Right now in this timeline, all sports can be outlawed because we got to, you know, shut Speedy recovery, Cam Newton. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving the fuck on. I like how Low contacts his uh, little shady dealer, uh, Dieter, right? And yep. this is one thing that fucked me up, like, big time. Because, I, I, you know, I, I noticed one of the inconsistencies of, like, one lady, like, Kenza was super excited about, no, I forgot who it was. One of the, the, the space students, super excited about reviving a chick like they'd never done it before. Dieter's over it. Uh, he's over the whole movie in general. Like, it's like, like he read the whole script. He's like, Ugh, why are we here? Re- reanimation is no big deal. It is 455 years later. He knows who the fuck Jason motherfucking Voorhees is. Yeah. Holy shit. Don't wake Which that ma- motherfucker up. Don't wake him up when he's sleeping. Which makes me think that they've revived murderers before. <laughs> like, like they they have a collection of murderers. Like, there's maybe Yo. like a cabin in the woods type facility that just has a bunch of murderers in boxes. And they're just like, look at all the... Pl- Look at all my precious toys that I have. And I I let them loose sometimes in my virtual reality simulator. And I just give them co-eds to play with. Look at it. You know what's fucked up? It. You know what's fucked up? You accidentally pitched a pretty good premise for another movie to have uh, Jason fight, uh, what's his face, Michael Myers. Yep. It, just being it the would never happen. I just say, I'm just saying. Psh, whatever. I'm just saying. Fan film, baby. All I'm saying. I know, right? It's, it's not, a Futurama kind of situation if you think about it with the heads all exactly. in their little tubes that's what i'm saying floating around it can i was thinking of the i was thinking of star trek with the menagerie every every like collector has done this where it's like i just have this like collection of things that are the the last of their kind and i'm just like yeah who would who wouldn't want a jason Voorhees, the last of his kind <laughs> the last what i love so much about this movie is the second that a couple starts to fuck like the immediate second that a penis starts to go in a vagina jason immediately wakes up like he jumps up and like he can smell the smell of sex 400 years without sex around him like a bloodhound to go you gotta understand it's it's also being compounded by uh like weird kink shit to going down where uh professor lowe's getting his titty twisted by uh space bitch uh janessa 
So this is all happening just all simultaneously. Janessa made that motherfucker. I mean, he must be ashamed, man. Seriously, look at what he's wearing. She put him in the most ugly ass motherfucking <laughs> Victoria's Secret clearance fucking bargain bin shit she found for like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, that lingerie ugly as oh, come on. It's man. not really? meant to be looked at. It's meant to be hidden. That's it's fine. Oh we oh. seen it though. We seen that shit though. But no one else is gonna see it. He, he keeps it under his normal clothes and then he walks around with it. All around his students, so that Moving way he on, can guys. feel empowered I with his bought this. underwear. I bought it. The Clarence Bin yeah. and Victoria's uh, Secret. Every time he walks around, it rubs his nipples just a tiny For 10 dollars no one was looking. <laughs> so, but you also have to factor in, guys, uh, the actual, you know, sexual tension between our boy Sunarin and KM as he tries to put on um, pepperoni magnets on her titties. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh! So in my notes, I wrote, Andrew 18 wants nips. <laughs> it's three layers of sexual like activities going on, dude. So, like, Jason can't, he can't, he can't help himself. He dude. can't take what it, I, man. What I love about that scene is that, legit, when I looked into the behind the scenes, they actually used a practical, like, a breast piece with magnetic nipples yeah. to fall off of the fake breasts. It's the best. Lisa Ryder talked about that and the special features of uh, Crystal Lake Memories. If you've never watched it, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to buy this shit on Blu-ray because if you're a Friday the 13th fan, you'll love it. But she wore the fake fucking breasts over her shit and they put fake <laughs> nipples that are like magnetic Sorry. and they like pulled them down with wires on I'm purpose. There's a guy who went to school to learn how to make stuff like like an engineer. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to make something that's going to help the world one day. And then he wakes up and he's like, hey, Frank, we need you to make a metal bra that we can put fake nipples on. How, how, make it. Make it. It needs to happen like two days from now. How Why? many bumps on the areola? I got to know, man. And then in turn, oh, over under like twenty, be, like twenty bumps. Like I don't, I don't twenty bumps, twenty bumps. <laughs> like like per, per nip. Be like a beat cop. Don't make it too anime, okay? No, okay, 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 okay. Mister Judgey over here. I make one pair of anime titties. Oh my god! Come on, no African women nips either. I want I nice pepperonis. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about the salami size. I'm talking about just the mini. We're talking about a little bitty Tony's pizza pepperonis. That's all we want. So we're talking about quarter size, right? Quarter. Good enough for me to check. Perfect. Off exactly. It. Justin, quit yeah. checking off on the fake titties over here. We fuck. We watch. Sorry. You know, hey, it looks good titties. enough. It looks real enough for me to jack off all over the fake titties. I'm so sorry. It looks what so the real. Fuck? I thought we were working here. This, well, how are you gonna come to the New York State of Engineering and jack off on the goddamn titties? Fucking OSHA's gonna come in here. They're gonna have a fucking shit. Now, nah, right, moving on. Over there. And I mean, my whole education. <laughs> I I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my education to put fake nipples on this girl's chest oh, for Jason X. That's the best. I, I mean, that's <laughs> technically you know what? I bet he don't have a loan payment though. Honestly, I would have him as a guest while we're bullshitting here. So let's move on. <laughs> so um, I love how like when Jason wakes up, he gives two fucks about anything that's happening. Like. <laughs> he's like, huh, spaceship, give a fuck. Let me kill this blonde chick ASAP. And like, he just knows. It's, it's, it's one of the best kills of the entire franchise. I Let's agree. make it clear. I agree. Why is there a fucking basin of cryo of liquid <laughs> nitrogen just sitting around? How did he know it was there? What it's the like fuck? a it's like a no-look pass. Like he just knew. He just knew. He grabs Adrian by the fucking head 
in mean fashion. And he also grabs her fucking breasts, by the way. Of course. If you never noticed. Of course. Yeah, I, I totally He grabs them viciously, tears her around the fucking room, shoves her fucking face into the cryogenic little, what looks like a sink, basically. Why freezes her face. Okay. Smashes the fucking face. And he turns her face into like an immediate daiquiri. Right out. We're just done. Just blow. She's a slushy now. And then throws her across the room like the best. fucks I give her zero. Hashtag that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's it. Like, it is one of the best kills of the whole entire franchise. Like, me, among most many other Friday the 13th fans around the world, will put this in their top 10 kills because we to. never saw anything like this before. You see her fucking face smash everywhere it's the in best. pieces it's the best and it's amazing it's the best. tell me this isn't great oh it's my favorite like this is how you come back from 455 years of slumber you fucking turn a face into a slushy that's what you do he's like i smell i smell i smell a dick going in that hole there Ooh, <laughs> is that a midriff <laughs> that means i need to kill somebody <laughs> i like how roman's like you did what now and it's like yeah we we brought jason on board was a big deal she's like can we can we go see the bodies now please because like immediately they're like so what are you talking about? No, no, no. The next scene, the Bye. next scene is like they're zipping up the fucking body bag. Like, oh, oop, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You should have known. No, better. no, no, no. Our scans say he's very dead. It's the best scans you could get. It's the biggest scans ever. <laughs> nice, the nice, best, nice. So I like how like shit gets real. The fucking grunts get summoned, right? And um, I love how when because <laughs> Jason has to go visit Stony because he he just fucked. I love when he stabs Stony. Like Kenza takes the second load to the face, and her reaction is legitimately awesome but unfortunately it's not amazing acting uh that was a real reaction to her having her eyes burned to death by the fake blood with the actual like, blood <laughs> yeah put in her eyes that's, she wasn't ready that's right dude. she wasn't she ready. was not ready for that scene that's right that was done uh randomly she was not prepared for that because the original scene was not supposed to be that way the original scene was supposed to be that the doors would come in from the sides and squish him and kill him from the sides and oh. they didn't know that they were doing it that way they changed the kill last minute and didn't tell the actors so when the blood splattered in her eyes she wasn't prepared but when you tell when you watch the scene dude the blood goes right in her fucking eyeballs yeah, like yeah. whether it's real or fake like that shit's right in her eyes and she's like screaming it's like yeah that's right bitch you're in a Friday the 13th movie you got a hot load of fucking Jason <laughs> your eyes so we cut to Dallas and Azriel playing, I guess, whatever version of Doom that's out now, like in 224, 254. Like, it, it software is still up and running, bro. I really enjoyed this uh, because um, Jason just shows up in the fucking game and, like, murders one of the fucking like, enemies and shit. And I like how they're like, well, I swore this was the alien game. What was going on? And we get some really nice misdirects, but I am only, I'm, I'm kind of sad that they continue to do uh, digital gore uh, in this film. I'm a little let down by that. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed about that as well, actually. And uh, when I watched it tonight with my wife, my wife actually pointed it out to me, which is surprising to me because she's not the gore hound that I am. But when we watched it, she was actually very excited. Uh, just so you guys know about me being on the Cult Forty Five podcast, I told her all about your show, and oh. then we listened to it on the way to the oh. the brewery earlier for a beer. And she was like, this show's awesome. You better not fuck it up. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's hard praise. Because um, she usually doesn't listen to podcasts or anything, but she was so all about it. Oh, and man, then, that's awesome. Oh. Yeah, no, for real. And then she was like, don't fuck this kill up. And I was like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> um, oh, but I mean, shit. when you look at this movie, I think as a whole, 
there's so many weird things that happen. Um, I would love to be that guy on the corner of the stage. You know, this is what I say all the time. Not the guy in the suit in the room that's making the decisions, but the guy that's there on the stage when they're shooting the film. Like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to make this happen? Jason X is, I feel like, an unknown masterpiece in a lot of ways because they let a lot of things slide. The MPAA let all these kills into this movie. Now, guys, I know you guys know this because you just watched it for the first time. Randy, I know. (laughs) But especially Brandon, like, I mean, seriously, think about it in that perspective. Like, no one paid attention in this movie. No one cared. So a Mm. lot of these kills, like, went unfounded. Like, no one paid attention. The MPAA didn't give a fuck. They didn't give two fucks. They didn't give two fucks. Like, like, this is the highest body count of any of the Friday the 13th movies, and they allowed the most gore in this movie because they said, no one's going to see this, and they were right. No one fucking <laughs> went to see this movie. No one went to see yeah, this movie. Yeah, nobody saw this, but luckily they made they made it up in, like, sales uh, for DVDs and shit because they are just like, man, see? I mean, we have to go back to think. This movie, the budget was $14 million. It made $16.9 million worldwide, so it made legit nothing. At least they Legit people. nothing. I like how um I kind of cracked myself up. I put in my notes like you know when you die in the game you don't die for real. <laughs> because I- so I wanted to know from you guys like when you watch this for the first time did you immediately think of it as like jumping the shark because it went to space? No, because this is your first time going through all of them at one time. Not not really. Only uh, I feel like uh, nine jumped the shark more than. Uh, X did, which is weird. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This felt like a revival, like a way to like bring back the series more than anything else. That's great to hear. I think that's a a great representation of what a fan would look at and say the same thing because it has all the classic aspects of why we love a Friday the 13th. Like, hey, Jason's going here. He's stalking these kids. They're fucking. He smells that they're fucking. I mean, (laughs) I I hate to say it this way, but hey, he smells the juice coming out of there. (laughs) So moving on. on. (laughs) We got to get it again. (laughs) But I want to hear more from Randy, especially from his first time like covering this series like his perspective on what it was like to to come upon. I mean, let's make it clear. This movie was so weird that at the time when I saw it, no one came to the theater, like no one wanted to see this. So it's a weird, you know, when we sit down and we calculate what this was supposed to be versus what it is, it's a fun dissection. Well, I mean, like it didn't feel like a Jason movie, especially when we brought in the space Marines, because like now I'm thinking, yeah, we are now I'm watching aliens. I'm not watching Jason anymore because he is he's normally the hunter in the situation rather than the hunted. And even even the guys that try to hunt Jason, whether you're a cool cowboy esque bounty hunter or dumb Butterfinger brother of <laughs> victim doesn't matter yes i'm looking for my sister i'm looking for her? my sister's killer God, but yeah <laughs> sucks so hard this is the most exciting thing for me ever honestly really is hearing someone coming to this from a new perspective oh like, yeah he wasn't like a paper tiger you know what these guys came in guns locked and loaded they're gonna fuck up jason 
We're gonna try and keep him alive, he says. But we'll keep one of his legs at least. Yeah. That's it. I really, I really I enjoyed that ask, line. I really enjoyed. I was it. gonna ask you, especially Brandon, what do you think of the CGI effects in the movie? I think some of them are questionable, yeah, especially yeah. by like 2002 standards. But like, I think some of them hold up. What do you think of them? They weren't, they weren't offensive. You know, they're lit weird, but like, it's really not that bad. And, and like, it's kind of like the the beginning of CG gore, like kind of like the, the the blueprint for it. So I wasn't like, I wasn't offended by it. I was a little let down. Only because I've been so starved for it, like watching this entire series from three on. No, 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 from part four on. The rest wasn't too bad, and and, and the fact that a girl girl got her eyes burned out of her fucking skull for the sake of one of the practical kills, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not mad at all. I, lo- I love hearing joy when when others feel pain. Yep, I'm that a piece makes of me shit. feel so happy. Yeah, yeah, I could care less. But speaking of pain, guys, let's talk about this amazing ass fucking. <laughs> and now you die. We get a we get an excellent bang backbreaker from Kane mm-hmm. Harder. And uh, the dismount, uh, the way that he discarded Azrael, absolutely wonderful. He still lands on his fucking face. Brutal. Dallas, that poor son of a bitch, uh, either his actual head, the guy that was playing Dallas, or whoever the stunt guy was, got his nose broken in real life. Also, we get a nice Doom reference from the, the BFG. That made me, I got giddy. And um, we, we get a fucking Predator, guys. That's what we get right now. We get a Predator. I love it. I don't care. He's being, like, like. Everyone who's showing up, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more predator. I know it's alien because they're in space in the corridor and shit, but it felt, it felt like predator for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was aliens too. Aliens is what I was thinking. It's all of it. It's like it's yeah, both all those movies. Yeah, it, it, yeah, more, more so Wait, aliens. Tell me, tell me, is it not? Is it not aliens and predator? Fair enough. It is both. Fair. It's enough. both, right? It's both. I love how like Jason's technically a ninja though, because he was about to kill Crutch, right? Because because Crutch is working on his little maintenance shit. Everyone. I, I think it's where I get the predator thing from because everyone just shoots the living fuck out of all of the all of Crutch's shit, and I like I like the one little moment where Crutch is like, "Oh my stuff, guy, yeah. what the fuck?" So they, I, what I don't understand is like, so the Jarvis Institute back in twenty ten oh or twenty oh two thousand and one really wanted just Jason's regeneration powers, but they never tapped into his teleportation ability. Like literally, we're looking at fucking Deadpool. I don't like. Why are you not like trying I don't think, to? I don't think like, anyone who knows he could teleport like live to report how that. How could back. you not know? You shot a hundred bullets out of the fucking BFGs and then literally vanished without a trace. <laughs> so either he's a ghost or he just teleported. He just broke space time. So all the all the, all the all the space marines get murdered one by one. We get Finn who gets his necks like snap crackled and popped. That was fucking excellent, solid snake style kill, dude. Condor literally, man, he tries karate. There's spin kicks, man. He's trying to spin kick Jason fucking Voorhees. Are you serious? Dude. <laughs> Ask Julius how well that works. Dude, but when he He's, hit, when he got thrown on a giant, I don't, who, who designed these ships? The guys from the Matrix, like nothing but just hazards everywhere. He lands on a giant screw. And hey, man, what's his condition? Uh, he's screwed. He's screwed. I loved it. I love I love every cheesy bit of that, especially the the, ro- the rotation now, the rotation down the the, the screw, excellent. Poor Gecko becomes a fucking Pez dispenser. She was like the, the <laughs> or Michelle Rodriguez stand in with the cornrows. Yep, that's what she is. And, uh, she was that uh Michelle Rodriguez and uh, oh there was another fucking alien person. Oh Vasquez. Vasquez. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah. So like the yeah the generic version of Vasquez. Yeah. Like this particular kill, I really thought about Randy because um, Jason finally gets caught by Kicker, right? Kicker sees him, mm. he guns him down, he falls into like a little uh, spike hook thingy, right? This giant space meat hook, whatever. 
When he lifts him up, he shoots Jason in the knees. Many times, Rennie has brought up, like, shoot him in the fucking knees. Right? So I was like, oh, shit. He did what Rennie would do. But Broski's like, hey, kicker, don't kick your eyes off him. Please. What? <laughs> don't take your eyes off the the guy who can do anything. He's killed our entire squad. Oh, he ain't going. Literally turns his back as he says this. Yeah. He's going nowhere. I got him. <laughs> Justin, what happens to kicker? Hashtag dead. I just like how Kicker like loses his legs. That was just like the funniest thing ever. Yeah. See, see, like this digital effect of him crawling did not bother me at all. I was with it. Mm. I was all about it's it. It's one of the best scenes in the entire movie when you see that torso sliding along the ground and the blood just sliding along. It, it's amazing. It's one of the best images of the entire movie. I love it so so much. I'm like, oh, dude, it's like half a dude. Yeah. And he's still talking. Like, how are you going to do that? I like how he's like, protect Briggs. Briggs is already dead on. She's like, she's like, Jason felt the hook. He's like, mm, this is useful. And kills Briggs with it, like off camera, dog. It's it's excellent. Not even like, yeah. Bro, Brodsky's quote unquote first death was hilarious to me because he gets caught from behind the wall, stabbed through the guts. He's like, he's going to take more than the poker ribs to get me. And he stabs him again. He's like, oh, yep, that's, that'll do it. <laughs> you got me there. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh man boo the professor though who's like uh, i told him i told him don't try you know well i would have told him the same fucking thing it's like okay listen everyone we're going to the cargo hold no we're not we're not going to the cargo hold everyone meet at the bridge everyone we're going to the cargo hold jason goes to the cargo hold i lock all the doors and i open up all the windows and fucking vacuum out the goddamn cargo hold like they do in aliens yeah that would have worked and to jason peter parker knew so we're gonna we be safe partner. here. We're gonna be yeah. safe here. I swear to God, it, it, nothing's gonna happen. We're gonna be in this room together. We're gonna be okay. I swear. Another thing that happens that Jason doesn't normally do—he's leaving bodies. That doesn't happen. That's also like, true. Like every other movie I've seen now, Jason collects the bodies. Like literally, they'll walk. There would have been if this movie had been with the other, the older Jason, they would have walked around the ship, been like, where the fuck is this? Where is everybody? You know what? Th and <laughs> then they would have freaked out. You know what's funny? Like, that technically couldn't happen because usually, like, that would require him to leave the house to walk around and shit. So, like, he would, if it was, oh, if it was, like, part two Jason, he would have, like, accidentally thrown himself into space. Yep. <laughs> Trying to stage a body somewhere. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> where are all the trees? <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually like to see an animated blooper of that. But um, fucking uh, this is where we get a little problematic. I, I don't know how to make this joke, but basically we have a uh, space station Solaris, right? Whole bunch of fucking people like this ship, the Grendel. <laughs> I call it the Grendel because it makes me happy. Is uh headed to Solaris to dock, right? So they're, they're trying to get there. We got good old Captain Lou trying to make it to the Solaris. They 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 didn't start docking procedures yet. Jason shows up, like like he knows what's about to happen, and I mean splatters Lou. All over the now, fucking cockpit. Now my brain is also telling me something else that's pissing me off. Oh, God. Didn't they lock down the ship before this happened? It doesn't matter. Why wouldn't J the fucking pilot quarters be... Jason if we're flying 747 and terrorists show up and they lock down the fucking cabin, I'll be like, what? Let, let, let it go. No one could get in there hashtag, unless, of course, you had teleportation powers. But hashtag, even then, hashtag trying to find logic in Jason X. Why would you let him in the fucking ship to let him... <laughs> So, you know what? I don't know. Apparently, this ship is, is made of vibranium, though, because it, I don't yeah, know. I'm trying to find other ways to say this, but it, it does a certain date straight through Solaris, killing everyone. Yep. 
It's almost. I can't do it. They'll never forget Solaris. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm gonna do. That's, moving on, moving on, guys. But um, one thing I really enjoyed about this fucking scene of the space station exploding is the denial in the professor's fucking face. He's like, "It's fine. We just scraped it. We'll just turn around." And like everyone sees the fucking space station explode, and everyone in there is dead. Uh, Kenza is officially a worthless sack of person at this point. She becomes Barbara from uh, Night of the Living Dead at this point. Oh yeah, she's a fucking suitcase. She's just useless, <laughs> worse than useless. I love how we get this tense moment at the door because everyone's at the bridge, right? Or whatever the fuck this mm-hmm. is, and Jason's banging on the door. Yep. Nope, nobody stupidly answers. Uh, shout out to. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! And I didn't even see it when I was watching it because I was watching this fucking door smash, and I'm like, oh, and I look at them, and I look at them all lined up like right there, and all watching the door, waiting for Jason. We're to gonna pop be through. safe here. We're but gonna like, be safe here. Is I didn't the see the giant fucking window yeah. behind them. Listen, and this is harkening back. This is a throwback back to the '80s. To Jason jumping through the fucking window as a jump scare yes. in the new blood. And you guys know it. Single one. We're <laughs> just hyped that every movie has a window break. Because like Randy was scared that the, that the streak would be broken. It, it was. Never, and the streak like, would never break. I didn't even think about it till I was watching. It's like, oh my God, there's a giant fucking window right there. Run. Dude, my arm, like, because I, I didn't realize it was a window. My arms literally shot up in the air. I was like, yes. Like, like they did. Of all things they break with continuity, they don't break the window break continuity. God bless them. It was the best. I was hyped. So everyone runs for their fucking lives as they should, but Logan's left behind. And this is one of my favorite lines of all time. Because <laughs> he thought Jason... <laughs> he just like... <laughs> Not the fact that he was just like, hey, he just wanted his machete back. It was the woo at the end that got me there. Whew! Christ subverted. Guys, it's okay. It's okay. He just wants to send it back. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. <laughs> like, Jason was just going to sit down and just chill for the rest of the voyage, bro. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm mad he got an off screen kill. I'm mad he got, yeah, exactly. I'm mad he got, uh, he got killed off screen, though. I, I was bummed about that. Right. I was bummed about that as well. Yeah. But we, we get to see Jason slice his nipples off. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that it did not come full circle is very disappointing for me. Yeah. I would have actually preferred Jason slice his cock and balls off and throw it at one of the female characters. Jesus. Damn. Oh. God damn. That's a big, that's a big graphic. That's, 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 a huge, that's a huge progression from t- titty yeah. twisting. I mean, I've actually seen him chop someone's chest open, but it's like, yeah, like that, the fucking Dr. Cruz. So it's like. The only like dick, he only did like one dick manipulation. Um, yeah, but there was a but that guy deserved it. Done. Yeah, that guy deserved it. Yeah, because he he totally just like cheated three on baby. Yeah, yeah look yeah, at him. Yeah. I'll let you know when it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come for the recap show. But um, everyone was like, "Hey, man, well, we do have a like that shuttle that we used earlier. Let's get on that shit and get the fuck out of here, right?" So mm-hmm. while that's happening, uh, KM and Sunarin are trying to get weapons, but then they get horny because we realize the only way to increase odds of survival. Is the fuck? Apparently. How? I don't know. How the fuck would that help? He made it. He our, made this robot. He made this robot. He literally made like, this robot. Make, then they make out, and I'm like, "What are you? Are you an inject? Are you uh, activating the mouse protocol?" And this is like, uh, and then like they make out, and now we're up to fifty one percent, and I'm just like, "What?" He built this robot. 
keep that in mind. Like, like he probably had this as a contingency plan. If he's about to die, that he can like do this. Like it's, it's a little love bot. If I fill you with enough semen, I think it'll overactivate your. Po- you, you can use my organic material to retroactively use them for your for your reactors and turn them into particle accelerators. Right? Will that work? She's gonna fuck her into an Iron Man. What are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> Oh, busted side. So we. <laughs> I totally, I totally teed you up for that, and I'm mad at myself. Moving all the way on. I love this. It's one of my favorite scenes right here, guys. Because uh, a crutching wayfinder finds a loose corpse that is broken down like a Thanksgiving turkey, like professionally. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's in pieces. Oh, what kind of fucking missions Crutch has been on? Where Thank you. Where he's looking at like, <laughs> and his buddy just. Torn a cinder, like pieces everywhere, and he's like, "Man, this is a Tuesday." I'm like, "What the fuck have you been, bro?" He said, "The Microsoft conflicts. I need to see this movie because <laughs> he's like, we're beating each other with our own limbs." Like, what? Luckily, you were alive during the Microsoft conflict. Already, oh. it's an old ass joke considering where Microsoft is right now, dude. Mm. It's hilarious to me dude i was like i laughed so fucking hard i laughed so goddamn hard also bro broski's alive guys huzzah um but of course crush gets left alone because wayfinder has to help you know carry that heavy dude around and um you know we gotta have an electrocution too guys like that's another thing that has to happen jason has to smash somebody into a generator and electrocute him to death jason just knows where to do this at man so this is one of my also another another cool scene for me because ken's is officially just a pile of clothes. <laughs> she's she's too busy. First of all, don't put don't put this one in there because when she said I'm gonna go back, Stony's waiting for me. This is where you put her in the airlock. This is where she goes mm-hmm. bye bye. But you put her in the ship first, like dum dums, and you're shocked that she oh locked God, her out. She literally went fucking Barbara because it's like no, my brother's still out there. My bro- bitch, do you not see the fucking zombies out there? We need a no. We're we're done. We're done. Stop that. I love how she just shits the bed, dude, and just hits the gas right into the ship. <laughs> she's done. She's done. She Van housing herself, and she's fucking dead now. <laughs> but, like, why would you? You could just as easily, like, jump out of the fucking ship instead of taking the goddamn shuttle with you, you stupid bitch. All right, guys. Elephant in the room. So KM, KM comes to save the day. You know, she has her, uh, pet, her, her leather sex outfit that, you know, was already there. It's tight. Tight <laughs> fucking latex. Up my ass. It's like the Matrix had a baby and spit it out in my fucking mouth before it was even born. Jesus. <laughs> so that's one like a kink. One on a that's a very specific kink too, but <laughs> I, Trinity, give it to me. <laughs> here's my here's my here's my grab, guys. So he said he didn't misspeak. Alright? He looked dead at the crew and was like, I gave her an upload. And I gagged Holy a bit. shit. Did I just bullshit our way into this? Uh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he didn't even speak, Randy. Uh, what, what you, I thought you were alluding to this. I didn't know you accidentally... No, I was just making shit up. I didn't realize he was, like, actually pumping her full of semen and using that as a battery pack. What the fuck? That's how he overclocks her. Because <laughs> it's in her uterus. Overclocked her? <laughs> <laughs> he overcocked her? Oh, hell <laughs> I love how she goes full kill by, and she, dear God, goes full. I'm afraid I'm going to have to hurt you now. She As she spin up. kicks his ass through a fucking wall into the regeneration chamber, 
And then she creates the best thing in the entire movie. This was Jason. And like KM thought she can get him in round two, right? Yeah. She, she fails and she loses her fucking skull immediately. And I, I, I he wish. punches her fucking head off immediately. When Uber Jason comes in, it, the entrance is beyond epic. Such yes. a grand entrance. Yeah. He steps through that door, like, doorway like a boss motherfucker. He's been modified? Really? You think? He punches that bitch's head clean the fuck off. Like, what's going on? What's going on? It's Jason fucking Voorhees. That's what's going on. Best line in the movie. Also, his depth perception is back to 100% too, guys. He's better than ever. He had one eye for a while. Do not give Jason anything to project (laughs) out. He will kill you. He's so good. He is fucking... He is... He is like if John Oliver, or not John Oliver, <laughs> Oliver, Oliver Queen. Queen. <laughs> He'll win another Emmy, yeah, I no, swear no, to God. It back. It's like if someone gave John Oliver's brain <laughs> to Oliver Queen. <laughs> and now he's just a staunchy British guy who can shoot you from a thousand miles away. That's hilarious. But my favorite scene after he becomes Uber Jason, I got to throw this out there, is like the classic Friday fan that I am, is when they put in the hologram sequence like that, whatever simulation sequence. And you hear the uh, classic Manfredini Friday, the 13th score in there. And we get a new version of the classic almost. I mean, this is like, you could put a hashtag on this shit. The sleeping bag kill from part seven. When he bashes these bitches in half I love premarital sex. Like they're they're all about to be smashed, and like they can't do anything else about what's happening. I did appreciate they, the, uh, the the sleeping bag three way. That that was that was actually a lot of fun. I love how they were. They just giggled. They they laughed, they laughed very creepily, knowing that they're about to get destroyed. I don't understand why he only made two. I would have had yeah a I dozen. I know hundreds I know. of them because it would have made more sense. Is like if we're trying to slow him down. If you know that two are going to work, start making more. Maybe make 10 more just to like give him like and have them run in the opposite direction because we know how he loves to chase shit. Real, he loves real, chasing bitches. Yeah, he does. Real, real quick uh, RIP to uh, Waylander who was uh, our first sacrifice on Negro where he uh, he he sacrifices himself to uh, blow the uh, whatever the bullshit, the yada 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 is keeping him from escaping shit. Um he did it all for nothing cuz Jason survived the punch the hole through a ship. But I got I got to get props for Janessa who like got killed via uh, the aliens way by going through a tiny hole, saying it sucks on so many levels. Like she's a fucking ribeye steak shredded oh, up. Yeah, that no one gave a fuck about. I wish I don't understand I, vacuums you know in space. <laughs> I hope to God on that super super duper uh, uh, box set with the unrated version. I hope they show what happened to her going through that grate because I know it was brutal as fuck. Yeah, I want to see the fucking ground beef that comes out of the ship. So I'd uh, eat that. <laughs> Ill. Uh, <laughs> so the ship's starting to explode. This is like this is after the uh the whole oh dude like they they were trying to get uh, the original Panvor he's to show up for the uh, simulation. So Jason oh, can like kill her to show how far gone he is because Uber Jason doesn't care about mommy anymore. But uh, that did not happen unfortunately. But um I love when uh, <laughs> the ship's exploding right. <laughs> Bro- Broski shows up. He's in his like this really goofy ass armor and shit, and they're about to have a huge fucking face off. The ship explodes. Everyone thinks they're safe because it's um it's Rowan, the head of KM, and uh Sunaran just standing there looking at the explosion. And they see Jason barreling at them. <laughs> they're like, no, God, no. Yep. Broski 
like a fucking boss, comes in and tackles Jason and rides him into the fucking atmosphere. And gets one They're extra good like punch flying in. Flying through space. Oh my god, it's like the most amazing visual ever. It's the dumbest uh, thing ever, but it's fucking awesome. They're just like hugging. They're like, oh, let's hug, baby. Let's hug. Let's make this all like, like a... Ooh, we're all together, you know? One, one positive thing I gotta say about this, as far as like the writing's concerned, mm-hmm. Roman was supposed to have a love interest, and they are like, this is stupid. And they didn't do no. it. And I'm glad. Yeah. But he rides Jason... Uh, I like how people <laughs> he's going to the Earth to Crystal Lake, I guess. And then they're like, look a shooting star. Let's go let's go see it. It fell into the lake. <laughs> <sighs> so they left uh, they left it open. They left it open. But you know, it's never gonna happen. It's never happening. Just there's no reason. Like Freddie The mask falls into the lake and that was the attempt at trying to do a new version of but they knew that Freddie versus Jason was already in the mix. The writing was already right. there. It just wasn't prepared yet. So this was just the producers and the people that own the rights to the franchise trying to make money, you know, whenever they can before the next movie was in production. So let's find out how many people were horrifically murdered and sliced to ribbons. Let's get into our body count. Well, my grand total was 19,750 deaths. Fuck yeah. Jesus Fuck Christ. yeah. We're round, we round up here, sir. <laughs> we said the entire population of Gotham for uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they shouldn't be alive. That whole city. We said first. what? In Cabin in the Woods, it was 6 billion people. Yeah, the entire <laughs> Earth's population. Yeah. Give a fuck. <laughs> Jason knew what he was doing. When he killed the pilot heading towards the space station. We got to give him credit. We got to give him credit. That's premeditated death. All right, guys. Now it's time to talk about our favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now. Right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we had two tacked on pairs of titties <laughs> to to the point to where the uh, one of the casters was so mad she didn't want to cast the chicks that gonna have their titties out because she was pissed about it. She was like, this is, this, "Y'all just doing this for nudity's sake," and yeah, they did. But at least they yeah. made it goofy. At least they made it funny. Goddamn. So it is what it is, but yeah, it, it did feel forced. <laughs> so, <laughs> we love premarital sex Jesus and Christ. drugs. <laughs> so, um, guys, it's time to talk about our favorite character. In this movie, our shining star. We got to talk about our Joe Grizzly Award as a recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Epic film guy Justin, who is your Joe Grizzly? As far as I'm coming concerned, it's got to be Rowan. I mean, that's the really one character. What? Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's the one character that comes in from the beginning of the movie, from the forefront, and all she really wants to do is keep this motherfucker under ice. I mean, I mean fair. She totally has fair. no underlining theme or anything else. She's just like, yo, dude, she's the smart person. Like, I don't really care. Y'all can put me in sexy clothes and everything and bare midriffs, <laughs> but I just want this dude to be, like, hidden. Cool. Right. You don't know about my sex life. Like, I'm not trying to bang anyone on the ship. Yeah. Like, yeah that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's that. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Like the fact the fact that she did not give a f- I mean, who would really want to have a relationship at that point in time? So kudos to that. That's a good fucking point. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. I wonder that. what vaginas would be like in four hundred years. <sighs> Randy, uh <laughs> who's your Joe Grizzly Award recipient? So I went with uh Sergeant Broski. Yeah. The man who rode Jason back to hell. Yeah. He's t- I mean, he's technically our Joe he's technically Joe Grizzly. He's Joe Grizzly. He's technically like another version of Joe Grizzly. Like, like they're kindred spirits, for Christ's sake. Like, there's no way I can't give Sergeant Broski the Joe Grizzly Award. Like, you rode Jason into Earth and you punched him in the face as you like burn into the fucking atmosphere. Like, what? That's badass. And it was a critical save. Like, like I usually hate the sacrifice sacrificial Negro trope, but Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is how you do it. If you're gonna do it, because Waylander is the little the lame way. I'll be okay, guys. As long as I, as long as you guys are okay, you guys are gonna be my best friends. Yeah. And I was like, man, <laughs> fuck that bullshit. All right, guys, it's final verdict time. Knee pads or slippers? What that means? If we truly enjoy this movie, we fall to the worst of position, giving the movie two knee pads. If we think this is a takeout order of ass, we give it up. Uh, <laughs> we give it the honor of two hater slippers, where we slide them on and voluntarily, you know, regenerate a murderous killer. For personal gain, we start with our guest, epic film guy Justin. Knee pads or slippers? Ooh, knee pads. Yeah. So we're getting two knee pads from epic film guy Justin. Why, sir? You know it. I love this movie so much, unapologetically. Um, like I said early on in this episode, I saw opening night. I had one view of it as a young high school gentleman. And then after many years re-watching it, uh, especially with an audience and seeing how people react to it and seeing what it was trying to do versus what it ended up doing, um, there's a lot of a lot of things to appreciate about this movie. Again, it has the highest kill count of any Friday the 13th movie ever created. The kills are so good. Um, it was unapologetic in how many people it killed, and we saw Jason in full form. It was the last time we saw the great Kane Hodder, the best Jason Voorhees of all time, Agreed. doing his thing with the machete in hand. We got to see two different versions of his Jason Voorhees, killing off people like it's nobody's business. And I mean, like I said earlier on, um, when you take this kind of franchise to space, it's the equivalent of jumping the shark. But in this case, they were really trying to do something different. Now, whether it looks like Power Rangers fucking 5.0 or not, um, for me, I enjoy it for what it is. I mean, when you look at the franchise as a whole, it's got to be enjoyable. So for me, knee pads, baby. All day. Randy Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers? <laughs> it took Jason out into space. Um... But he did let the black guy kill him. So I think that is least worth something. Uh, It is not the worst, but it definitely does uh, suck like an airless vacuum. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and give it a one hater slipper. What? How dare you? This one. Boo. Well, you know what? That's surprising because all this, all the sci-fi sacrilege didn't happen in this movie. It's yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm already on the edge of two. I'm buried deep in two, and it's like, no, Muriatsky, stab Bridie Jason into hell. Fuck you, bitch. Nice. All right, 
one. <laughs> uh, you know what, man? Uh, fuck all that. I actually, surprisingly, I got to give this two fucking knee pads, dude. Uh, they let yes. Jason Voorhees be Jason yes. fucking Voorhees. Like, we, he got to kill people, man, as Jason. And then he became Super Saiyan Jason and killed more people and, like, punched, like, spaceships and shit. And he, he 9 11 an entire space station, guys. That's Jesus. That's fucked up. He knew what he was doing. He literally, he, he, he cut the pilot up so bad he made him the co-pilot and pilot. Like, yo, he was all over the fucking place. Like, yep. it's, like, it, uh, he got to fight space marines. Like, like no, like realistically, this is, this, is, this is like a cool one shot to me. Like, I never took it super serious. It knows it's dumb. You, are, you always get like, a, like extra credit from me if you make a movie where you're self-aware of how dumb this shit is. Nobody took this serious. Cronenberg showed this up. Character to faith, yeah, one hundred percent. Like everyone involved knew, like we're taking this character to space. Everything else is off limits. Yeah, and they actually had fun with it. Everyone, dude, he screwed. It sucks on so many levels. Like, oh, I gave her an upload. Come on, man. Like, it's it's Cronenberg getting destroyed. You know, he wanted to see like how gross Jason can get. Like, if you would have saw the uh, Jason goes to hell, Jason, he'd have nutted himself. This shit was amazing. I enjoyed it, like especially after like watching the MPA, all all the neutering they've been doing, you know what I mean. And I haven't seen like I really haven't enjoyed a Jason movie where Jason got to be Jason like since part four at this point in time, guys. It it was it was a breath of fresh air. It was an easy watch. Two fucking knee pads. I don't care. Come fight me. At me. It ends with a Jason mask falling to the bottom of a lake, and you hear, it's happening. Just just let it just just just. Let it happen. He's in, just relax, relax. The Microsoft conflict, guys. There's a lot of things in here. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> that's like a. I gave I gave it what I gave it. I gave it credit. I gave it as much credit as I felt it deserved. I'm waiting on my Microsoft conflicts uh, spinoff seven movie series. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I want that. But um, yeah, man. With that, Justin, thank you so fucking much for coming on, dude. Like, I really fucking appreciate you, bro. Seriously, man. Of course, of it, course. It, There's it, no way. There was no way that I was going to be able to not be a part of your guys' series dealing with the Friday the 13th series. I mean, uh, one of my favorites of all time. So super pumped to be here, especially for Randy watching it for the first time and going yeah. through it, especially Jason X. Mm. There was no better movie for me to jump in on and be like, yes, <sighs> to try to defend it or whatever. You know, like it's the most fun to be had. It's the dumbest that you'll ever watch. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. But, absolutely. But you know that we all have a great time talking about it. So that's what this that's is. It's what it's all about. You know, just all of us guys having a great time talking about this movie and just chatting about it. So thank you so much. Like so, so much for letting me be a part of this. Like it means so much to me. Yeah, man. If, if you want to share um, where, where people can find you, man, now's the time, sir. Well, they'll probably find me uh, in a bad place in the next hour and a half. But if you want to check out my podcast, The Epic Film Guys, we're all over social media, at Epic Film Guys, on Instagram, especially right now on our Facebook page, because we are doing The Epic Film Guys 31 Days of horror yeah. we are doing the horror challenge right now where you watch 15 movies you've never seen it doesn't matter it literally does not matter if it's a horror movie you've never seen it check it in 
We'll talk about it. And then the rest of the month, you can watch whatever you want. Your favorites, your Halloweens, your Night of the Living Dead. Terrifiers. Oh, your Terrifiers. Yeah, baby. Art the Clown. I actually just did a haunt. I took my daughter and my family last night to a a drive-thru haunt because regular haunts aren't a thing right now. Yeah. And when we drove through, there was like a window prestige thing of Art the Clown stabbing people. So it was so awesome. But 100%, like, we're all about the horror. We have our own horror segment that we do a couple times a month called Epic Film Guys B-Sides. And again, our very own Loy Sauce was so sad he couldn't make this episode because he had way more to say about this movie than I did. But I have to thank you guys so, so much for allowing me to be a part of this. It was just an amazing time talking to you guys about this. So thank you so much. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate oh, it. Yeah. You're fucking welcome. You're welcome back anytime, guys. Um, Next week, we're gonna, we, we're almost there, Randy. We're almost done, dude. We're going to do the fucking reboot. After that, we are fucking done with this series. We're going to do the oh, recap Christ. special after that. And then we're going to go into <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street territory. We got to do that. Fuck me. Yeah. Oh. Quarantine happened. That? There's no, there's nothing to parallel in Hollywood. Fuck That's you. We're doing. Yeah, I'm going to a Freddy Fest in Mahoning Drive-In Theater in Lehigh, and so nice. um, while you guys are doing that, I'll be there watching Freddy movies on 35 millimeter and thinking of you guys. Well, let me know which one you want to jump on on that series, bro. Because we got to do that, and then once we're done with that, we'll do Freddy versus Jason Five and see Kelly Rowland get slammed into a tree. So uh, with that, guys, we'll see you motherfuckers next week. Y'all have a good one, man. Be safe. Give it to ya Fuck wait for you to get it on your own X go deliver to ya Knock knock Open up the door to spread With the non-stop pop out and stainless steel Go hard getting busy with it But I got such a good heart That I make the motherfucker wonder if you get it Damn right and I do it again Cause yeah. I am like so I got to win Break bread with the enemy No matter how many cats I break bread with I'll break who you sending me You motherfuckers never wanna know But your life saved that's on a light day, I'm getting down, down, like a nigga said freeze But won't be the one ending up on his knees, bitch, please If the only thing you can't steal was came out to play, stay out my way, motherfucker